Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of For What It's Nerd. Today, I wanted to do another What I'm Reading um, podcast episode because I haven't really done one in a little bit. We haven't done one this year yet, at least. And um, I've been reading a lot recently, so I feel like we've got a lot more to talk about since the last time we did an episode like this. Now, not all of the books are here in front of me. Some of I have been listening to um, by way of Audible or digitally um, through the Marvel Unlimited app, but... Um, We'll go through those first, and then we'll move on to the tangible copies I have in front of me. So the book that I'm listening to at the moment, I'm nearly done with it, is of High Republic's Phase 1. That's Star Wars, of course, um, High Republic Phase 1, which is Out of the Shadows. Now, this book I find grating, I've got to be honest. Uh, I'm not enjoying it as much as I'd like. I'm trying to get through it because obviously it, it does connect to the larger plot of the next few books, but I do want to, you know, I want to, I want to understand as much of the High Republic as possible because it's a really interesting um, initiative. It's a really interesting idea. I am, of course, behind by about a year at this point, maybe even a little bit longer. But I want to, you know, catch up sort of swiftly. So I'm trying to do that now um, without the shadows. It is a hard book to read, though. I will admit to you, primarily because um, it has a lot of. It has a lot of ground to cover, but a lot of that ground is sitting about and discussing things. Now, don't get me wrong, I think some of it is redundant. I think some of it is necessary, though, um, makes the, the book a slog. I also think it doesn't help that I'm listening to it as an Audible book this time. Usually Audible really helps me because I have like an hour and a half each day where I'm driving, and so that kind of really fits into my schedule, so to speak. But um, this time it's really not. It, it, it's, I'm finding it hard to... Um, listen to it the same way that I would listen to other books. I think it's because primarily there's a lot of like dialogue heavy moments and because sometimes you switch off when you're driving, etc. You're kind of focusing on something else at the same time um, or, or maybe not depending, you'll kind of drift off. You don't want it to be too dense. I think this book is that. Um, despite it being YA and despite sometimes feeling very YA, um, by that I mean that the the young adult part of this book is very strong and personally i i think i still fall i fall on like the cusp of well i used to fall on the cusp maybe not so much now but i don't see myself as as not enjoying young adult in um in certain instances but i think this time around this one really did smack of like um a book that was just it was it was raw i i feel in terms of you know character um development and um character motivation myself personally it feels like there's a lot of places where it jumped where it shouldn't have um etc and so on but it's not a, it's not a bad book overall it does have interesting ideas um and it could have been a better book it, it, like the plot is not the problem if that makes sense um but that's okay and um you know before long i would finished it and then i can move on to um i think I, I do have to do mission to disaster yet which is a young a younger book and then after that i'll be moving on to um fallen star i believe is the next one after that so you know i'm getting to the end of phase one of the, the high republic um speaking of that obviously some ancillary material as well there with the comic um the first comic being um the star wars um comic itself um the like the high republic comic itself which i um did i kind of i read ahead on the comics to be honest um trial of shadows or trail of shadows trail of shadows and the um the adventures book, the, the adventures comics as well, which we'll get to in a minute. Um, I kind of raced ahead on those because I was very interested in getting through um, the other material whilst I was still catching up on the books, if that makes sense. So the I actually enjoyed the comics. I think the comics have very strong characters in Kiev and Skia 
and um uh Avar Chris, uh Avar, sorry, Avar Chris. Um I think those are very strong characters and they were very interesting to follow um throughout this arc, the the last arc, the the fall of Starlight Beacon, which funnily I haven't gotten to in the books yet, but I have gotten to in the um in the ah the the everything else, basically the manga, the the comics, etc. I lost my words for a second there. But um yeah, so I, I'm I'm ahead now on everything apart from the books. So the books are just what I need to finish off. I need to do Out of the Shadows, Mission to Disaster, um, Fallen Star, and I think it's Midnight Horizon or something akin to that. But once I've done that, then I'm kind of up to speed, so to speak. But with all that said, I'm, I'm not going to go into too much detail about the, the comics because I think they were generally um quite well done. I, I think there's some um important um things that happen in those comics that really do tie into what I'm assuming will happen in the books, which is nice. I think sometimes it's almost better to read with this type of stuff, the ancillary stuff first, because then you notice it in the main text, because sometimes you won't notice it in the main text, then you read the ancillary, and you still don't notice it because you didn't link those two, two things together, if that makes sense, where I think the other way around you do, because the smaller thing links into the bigger thing, if that makes sense. Um, but with that said, some more ancillary stuff that I've been reading from the High Republic is um, the Edge of Balance manga part two. The part one finished sort of around about after, I think it was during the, um, oh, what's it called? The Val the book around the, the Valor, the Republic Fair. I forget the name of the book specifically off the top of my head right now. But um, uh, without, no, it wasn't Out of the Shadows. There's another, there's another one. There's another one. Uh, what was its name? I can't remember. can't remember. But it's the one on, with Valor and the Republic Fair. Um, but Edge of Balance 2 was kind of like after that, leading up to the um, the fall of Starlight Beacon, which is seen at the end of this um, manga. This manga is really well done, by the way. I love how this manga looks. Um, but yes, so the fall of Starlight Beacon is in this um, is in this book. And what I found very interesting about this is um, the similarity of two characters in this. So Lily um, Tora Asi, I think it is Lily. Yeah, Lily, Lily Tora Asi and her Padawan Ki, Kirin Fion. I found those to be very similar to um, Vanestra Rowe and Imri um, in terms of age and in terms of dynamic. Now, I don't know whether that's like kind of like a trope of Justina Island because Justina Island helped start off, did the first part of this manga with um, with the uh, with uh, Shima Shinya. Um, but I personally found that to be quite. Um, on the nose, kind of very similar-ish, which is okay. It's, it's okay to have similar characters, but it felt kind of weird in this expansive High Republic phase to have characters that had a similarity to them. Other than that, this is very good, and I think this takes risks where some of the other stuff um, more recently hasn't, since maybe Light of the Jedi, where they're killing off, like, they, they, they kill off Kieran, if I'm being honest. They kill off this guy um, on the cover, which was really, I, I did kind of commit. I was like, wow, they did that. Like, I, I was really happy with that. Um, to be fair, though, and I will say, I, I've been reading Starlight Stories, too, which is on the shelf, and I totally forgot to get it out. And they do kill off um, a security officer in that, too. But I feel like, uh, maybe unless I'm missing it, but I feel like um, with these characters, because these characters are more... They're created specifically for the High Republic, right? They're not your Anakin Skywalker or your... Um, Palpatine or your Yoda or anyone like that who has to live for a given amount of time because of you know dictates from outside of the 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 the, the written text, so to speak. These characters are built within the text, and so it can be hard, especially as, an, as a creator of these characters, to kill them off, right? So that's kind of the worry. Like, when do you kill off a character? How do you kill off a character correctly? And I think they've done it well in this, which is which is 
it's hard. It's hard to do. It's hard to do right, especially if you're killing so many characters or not so many characters. So you know, there's so many different parts to it. So that was really that was quite shocking. But also, I thought I didn't think the manga would go there. I didn't think like you don't typically kill off. You don't typically kill off a main protagonist like that. You don't particularly like just get rid of them. Um, but they did in this, and I was I, I was pleasantly surprised. Um, and um, kudos to them for doing that. Oppositely, we have um, High Republic Adventures Part Three. This is the third volume of this. I I thought this one was slightly contrived. Um, if I'm honest, I felt like the story kind of just suddenly started racing towards an endpoint that didn't seem to. Um, elaborate itself that much. I don't feel it was much character development in this one as opposed to the first two. Uh, despite, uh, aside from um, Court or Quart, I don't know how you say it, Court, um, which is the Jedi that um, was very popular early on and didn't really have many lines, didn't really have much going on, and they gave him an origin story in this, which I did love, and I do like the callbacks to Takadana, which I do know show up shows up in like Phase Two, which is a prequel to Phase One, but um. I, I, I did enjoy some of the characters showing up there. I just think that um Zine and um I think Zine and uh, Lula could have done with a little bit more time developing. Um, not in a bad way. I don't think it's a I sort of think of like I don't like their characters. I think they're very interesting characters. I think they've got a different dynamic to show. I mean Zine isn't a um isn't a Jedi but is working with Jedi but also has powers, which is very interesting. It, it it's something that I like touching on, the idea that not everyone's a Jedi. Um, even in even in the period of the High Republic, that's that's very very cool. But I do think you could do a little bit more with it, um, especially because they're now at the end of this sort of commenting on their love for each other, which is fine. I have no issue with that um, itself. It's that I think that we haven't spent enough time with these characters as solo characters slash as even as a pair to kind of commit to that relationship yet. Like I feel like they're committing to it before we're ready to commit to it, which I know sounds weird because they're characters, but you've got to have a sense of we've went through this relationship with them. And I don't know if I feel like I've got there with them just yet, but maybe this is because I've read it all together, which I will admit, like, obviously, if you read something together, you don't have the kind of the weight in between and the kind of digestion of that relationship and the digestion of the panels and all that type of stuff. I know that sounds very weird to say, but, you know, some people perceive stories differently when it's given over a period rather than um together still i do i do find this interesting i do find this weird that it stopped as well but i think that's because obviously it's going to pick up when they start on phase three it just stops in the middle of nowhere really and it felt like it was continued in trail of shadows which where i think you see buckets of blood die which is the chagrin um on the front here um if for those watching um on video um but yeah overall not bad just i think you could have personally for me been a bit better i could have um could have done a little bit better in, in in portraying the characters a little bit more especially because as well this is the, the more the main point actually not so much the relationship this is where i was actually hoping to go and i think i just kind of sidetracked myself is that by the end they're knighting jedi in this now i think some of these kids are very young to be knighted from what i've gathered of the characters thus far i could be wrong but if how do i put it even in wartime during the clone wars jedi weren't knighted that quickly um so unless these characters are a lot more older than i perceived it feels weird for them to be getting knighted so young when ahsoka for example was i think 16 by the time she left the order and she hadn't been knighted yet and um, when these characters seem to be getting knighted relatively quickly it also takes something away for, from Vanestra Ro, um, because she's meant to be this prodigy and she passed the trials at 16 um to become a knight but now it seems like everyone's doing it which 
I don't know. I have I have thoughts on that, but I I don't know. It felt like these they they, they literally. I mean, maybe it's because of the the circumstance they're in, which is where their Padawans being kind of babied around, so to speak, by Yoda and buckets of blood. Um, maybe that's why I feel like it's weird. Um, maybe they're actually older than it looks, and it's just kind of like circumstance. But it feels weird to have these people who are basically being babysat, um, becoming knights all of a sudden. But that is obviously for the prerogative of the at the prerogative of the story group and of course the um the authors if they feel those characters are ready for it i personally don't believe that they are but that's that's my take and honestly i think i would have given them a bit longer which to be fair in the book um there is a moment where um lula says she doesn't feel she's ready to become a knight which is good but it, it's not for the reasons that you know it's not because of lack of skill because they would have knighted her there and then because she doesn't want to and personally i, I don't know how i feel about that i feel i feel like Jedi don't. I feel like Jedi don't really shouldn't or really shouldn't get that choice. If you're ready to become a knight, you become a knight, or you're, you know, you're not maybe in the order anymore. That's my take on the Jedi Order. Obviously, this uh, canon canon says otherwise, and I have to accept that, and I'm more than happy to accept that. But personally, I don't believe that's how I would have handled those characters slash those decisions. But that's obviously why those people are in charge to make those decisions, and I'll roll with the punches as long as the story is largely cohesive and it is I, I do enjoy the high republic i don't dislike the high republic despite what i'm saying i'm i'm giving these critiques because i like it that much that i want it to be like stellar if that makes sense i want it to be like even better than it already is and that's why i'm giving these critiques um just as my kind of opinion on things now with that said that's pretty much where i'm at with star wars apart from like i say i did read starlight stories and it was illuminating to kind of have some interviews from um, some of the the authors in there and seeing what they kind of like and where they're kind of going in a, as a as a as perspective for star wars it, it's interesting to see these people who are at the forefront of this initiative and seeing what their plan is and i'm very excited to see phase two don't get me wrong i'm excited about but i'm excited for phase three more even though i haven't read through phase two maybe i'll enjoy phase two a lot more than i'm imagining but i, I think i'm excited for phase three because phase three is really going to like be the, the the kind of the startling finale of what this is all about um and i'm kind of interested to see what happens after phase three as well because phase three is the end of the high republic so to speak but i wonder what that means for like are they going to do another spanning narrative somewhere else or are they going to leave it for a bit like i feel like high republic has been a big success so i'm hoping they kind of replicate it with another era maybe something set after um, episode nine for example that could be very interesting set in the future even um anyway now that i've said that let's move on to um marvel now every month i do get this as as you guys probably know by now or some of you will know i do get this um legendary collection um, um shipment of of books and this time i got an extra special one an extra special one because i also got um a little bit of a um i got an extra um an extra one this time a little bit of a surprise i wasn't expecting it but here we go so first off this time i was reading breakout um which is uh, an Avengers comic, a new Avengers comic, which I've not had much to do with new Avengers. Um, but this team makeup is Captain America, Iron Man, Spider-Woman, Wolverine, Luke Cage, and um, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Um, Sentry also makes an appearance, but Sentry is largely not in the rest of the piece. And also um, uh, Yelena, um, Yelena Belova makes an appearance, and so does daredevil but only briefly there's also a lot of villains in this because um the idea is that right uh the, not right because the raft um 
the raft has been um brought, brought people have been broken out of the raft and so you see carnage you see um electro you see purple man which is very interesting i really liked seeing um some kind of development there between luke and purple man um especially because obviously purple man has a history with jessica jones who in this luke is having uh, having a child with um, also, Sauron. Sauron was a big, a big um, villain in this piece. So there was a lot going on in this. I really liked it. It feels, it feels quintessentially Marvel in a way that I feel is very big for the like for Marvel in general, but the MCU in, uh, going forward. I feel like this is what you need to be seeing going forward is more of a cohesive um, link between. I, I always like it when you have a mutant villain or a mutant hero going up against a typical villain. So, for example, in this, seeing um, Cap. And Iron Man, for example, going up against Sauron, which um, obviously is a mutant, and also because he's a, a he's a villain of Spider Man. Spider Man has a lot of villains in this piece. Let's put it that way. I, I don't get me wrong. I do love. I have an issue with Spider Man. I think I've spoken about that before. I think I, I've said numerous times that I'm not a big Spidey fan, but I do love Spider Man's rogue gallery. So it's really interesting to get a little bit of a glimpse into that. Also, in this, we do have some kind of Shield oversight, which I always love when Shield shows up in a comic. Um, I've got to be honest, I was kind of tempted to read on and obviously with the Marvel Unli uh, Unlimited app, that's the great thing about these. If I feel like I want to continue, I can. And I always try and when I can pick up those threads and continue on, but I don't always get to because you know there's a lot of lot of comics to get through and not enough time. I, I am a self-proclaimed. Um, I like to think that I read a lot of comics. I don't think I've read as many as I should have at this point, like to be kind of discussing them. And I, I'm kind of always open about that you know i'm kind of always saying very fairly that i haven't read as many comics and maybe i should have um maybe i should but i am getting around to it i think i do have the intent to read the comics i just don't get around to it as quickly as i'd like all the time but this is this is a special exception this time because i was very very interested to read this one um the rebirth of thanos the silver surfer um so this is um a book in which thanos is rebirthed after his plans to collect the soul gems in this not the infinity gems not yet um, well, he starts to rename them that throughout the comic, but the soul gems and his plan went wrong. He was turned into a statue, but now he's being rebirthed because death wants him to wipe out half the universe, which is essentially the plot of Avengers Endgame condensed and changed slightly. Um, but this this um, Silver Surfer run was very cool because I feel like, and I did make a short about this, I feel like this could be a perfect sort of introduction for the Silver Surfer into the MCU because... A lot of the time you see the Silver Surfer as a Fantastic Four villain, and uh, not a villain, um, well, villain, but also hero plus ally slash sometimes adversary. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like sometimes that can be very um, limiting because, you know, you then have to add a Galactus, you then have to have there's only a certain amount of things you can kind of do with Silver Surfer at that point. But I'd, very, I'd be very interested to see a movie in which Silver Surfer is the, the hero and Thanos is the villain, or even just a, a special, because I do believe at one point it was rumored that Silver Surfer might have a special, uh, a special um, in which um, he he is fighting Thanos prior. I would I wouldn't this this is like sort of a prequel to the Infinity Gems type thing. But I would take this as a, I would if I was doing this for, for the MCU, I would take Thanos and make it a prequel Thanos. So say him. A, like 20 let's 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 set it as like a 2015 type era where thanos is just after having failed to get the power stone from ronan and he's looking for a way to do these things himself and he gets stopped by the silver surfer and that would be i think that'll be very interesting i think that'd be a good way of 
doing it, I think that would be a nice way of making it so that um, Thanos could return and we could have a little bit more of Thanos. And, you know, have him be a villain of a movie for a solo hero as well, give him more time to be a proper villain in the piece as well, rather than more of a set piece, so to speak, because Thanos did end up being that in, in, in Infinity War and Endgame. He doesn't have as much plot as you'd like for him to have. I think I, they even brought out a book to kind of elaborate on Thanos' backstory because it wasn't fittable, so to speak, within the movie. Um, so I, I would like that as kind of like bring Thanos in, you know, use the Silver Surfer. You could even bring in some Eternals links because obviously Thanos is an Eternal with deviant genes as well. So you could have a little bit more of a, like a play around with those things um, within um, a, a space that makes sense because Thanos would be alive, but it wouldn't be a, 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 re, a regression of the Infinity War slash Endgame plot. Now, again, I did already talk about this on um in one of my shorts that i did so i'm not going to go into too much detail about that but i do like that and this was a really good um this was a really good set of um comics it, it was all of the it was collecting the silver surfer 34 to 38 and thanos quest also there was a really funny appearance from drax in this drax shows up and silver surfer literally just leaves him sat on a couch watching um tv which felt very drax um very mcu drax actually probably one of the few times that he did feel that way um but um this is kind of the surprise that i got this month and i'm very excited about it i've only read a little bit so far but it is the uncanny x-men dark phoenix days of future past and god loves man man kills and just i mean stunning in and of itself it's a beautiful a beautiful piece it's got a beautiful little side image on the side i do have one already on my shelf but this is the second part to that which is obviously very exciting but um i've got to be honest obviously i've watched um the x-men movies i've watched days of future past which is probably one of my favorites but i do feel like i've never really touched the x-men comics as much as i should this is like almost like the perfect entry where two of the big ideas phoenix and days of future past in one one volume and i'm very excited to see what it's got to um offer me um i i again i, I want to get more into comics as i can more and more into comics as i can especially because if you're discussing comics and, and you're on stuff like comic talk for example on tiktok um i've always rebutted against the idea that if you can you should I, th I feel like some people on there just throw stuff out and see if it sticks i personally like to try and as much as i can root it in comics which i can't if i don't read them so i'm trying to read more trying to understand more comics wise and i think i'm getting there but it's it's um it's a journey but i mean it's not that i don't read comics it's just i haven't read as many as i'd like um, which is why Marvel Unlimited is such a good app. I'm not sponsored by them or anything, by the way, but it's just, I do think it's a great app. You know, it's a relatively low price to get access to essentially Marvel's whole backlog to about maybe just a year ago or maybe even six months ago. I forget how, how recent their most, their, like, their most recent stuff is. But still, it's a very good um, tool for getting into comics and affordable as well. And also, if you don't have space, it's a great way of keeping all your comics uh, keeping a load of comics close by so um i'll be honest that's pretty much what i've read this month i think i'm quite i'm quite happy well not this month probably the last two maybe three weeks i'm really happy with it i think i'm getting a lot further through books than i'd usually get through so um big win for me um i'm going to try and get through this um this x-men book soon because i still have uh, i still have the captain america and spider-man books that are on my shelf over here uh, and I do also have a Black Panther one. And then I have my Age, my Marvel, my other Marvel from Folio Society books to read, which is the Golden, Bronze, and Silver Age of Marvel Comics. 
So there's a lot still to read. I also have some other ones like Kang the Conqueror and stuff to get through. So I have a lot of comics to read is what I'm trying to say, and also a lot of books as well. So that's the plan going forward. I have, if I feel like I get through enough books, we might even do another one of these next week or the week after, probably two weeks' time at least. But um, yeah, that's kind of the vibe. That's kind of where we're at. Um, I'm really enjoying my books right now, and I thought I'd kind of discuss it with you guys. So I hope you guys enjoyed. If you did, um, tune in next week. Tune in again subscribe do all those types of things if you want to um thank you guys as always for listening slash watching and i'll see you